a first career grand slam, a first career no hitter, and we're in the wild, wild west, baby. All this and more on this week's episode of Mike Up, up the, the Halo. Halo. episode 44 of mike up the halo it's me tyler and jacob jacob say hello to the world hello world we're on top of the world not on top of the west but on top of the world we're on cloud nine as you could say uh yeah man i mean we're, we're in it now we're we're in the end game now as they say you can call it the multiverse, but I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't Ooh. understand any of those references. I have. Let's spoil it. Let's spoil it, everybody. <laughs> Here Let's we go. It. Here we go. Well, Angels fans, as you know, a lot has happened since we last talked to you, and some some great things. We were at a game for uh, one of the better things. Uh, I was at a good chunk of the games for a lot of good things as well, as well as some bad things. So uh, we'll talk about all that here. But first things first, Jacob, how the hell are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. The Angels are doing well. We're on quite the run here. It's been up and a little bit of down, but we're used to saying up and down, so I'll take it. Yeah, let's let's just get right into it. I mean, you've been to a lot of games. We went to a game on Tuesday night that was especially crazy. I mean, definitely the craziest game I've been to, I think I could probably say. I mean, I can't think of any other way to describe it other than the craziest game I've attended. We'll start off with that one. Um, first things first, our good friend Ivan, friend of the show, friend of the pod. Uh, he bought tickets for us to go to this event. It was amazing. Uh, it was Shohei bobblehead night. They had the presentation at the beginning for the millions of awards that he won in 2021. Yeah. There was a whole table <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if he has an award shelf that big yet, but uh, he better start expanding at the Shohei Estate. Because I imagine he just has it in his car still. Like he's, he threw it in the trunk of the G wagon or whatever he's driving, and it just the Tesla. He oh, drives the Tesla. The Tesla for okay, him. so he's got the Tesla, threw it in the trunk, and I think it's it's going to be in there for a while. He's not focused on that. He'll take it in at the end of the season when he does his his cleaning. He's going to need a whole. Uh, a whole estate wherever he resides to uh, keep all of his awards separate from his living situation. But yeah, that happened. Um, they had Terry, Terry Smith calling the, uh, the pregame ceremony. They announced Artie's name. There was a lot of booze. They announced Joe's name. There were some cheers. They announced Perry's name. There were some cheers as well. And then Shohei came up and the whole place went wild. There should have been more cheers for Perry, I think. Than... I, I think um, the casual fan doesn't know who the hell Perry is. Right, right. They're just right. like, who's this guy? Why is he out there? Why, Scary is, he wearing, Perry. why is he wearing jeans on the, on the field? <laughs> why is this guy standing in a press box awkwardly looking on the field half the time? But uh, yeah, I mean, the whole presentation was great. Shohei... Looked a little awkward getting the MVP from Artie because he was just kind of standing there for a bit and he was kind of like, what do I do now? Like, do I go back into the dugout? Do you guys take this from me? Like, I, I have to play a game, guys. Like, what? Am, uh, yeah, do I put this <laughs> in the locker? Like, what do I do? Exactly. I think as much as he wants to be that guy, he doesn't really understand even what he's doing. He's just playing the game the way he plays the game. Um, I don't think that he doesn't appreciate it. I, I know he's... Yeah, I don't very, think it's lost on him. I think it's just... He he's in the mindset of like, all right, it's game time. Yeah, it's the middle of the year. This, like this little distraction coming in, which honestly, we 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 look back at it, it didn't distract him at all from having a fantastic no. performance that game. Um, 
I mean, Shohei's just been on a tear since coming back home. Had a, he, even before that, even before that, he's, he's he's getting his base hits again. Great start in Boston, getting hits left and right. Almost some homers. He had a he had a big bomb out there in Chicago when they were there for a bit. But uh, he's looking good. He's looking a lot better than he did to start the season as far as offense goes. Yeah, it's coming around. The pitching's always been there. We can get to those performances a little bit later. Look, the Angels, I don't know if they're still leading, but they were leading the league in home runs. And that is with Shohei not really performing up to what last year's standard was it's as true. far as home runs. So, it's true. hey, look, the clutch hits and, and the going opposite field for hits and getting on base is worth more to me right now than hitting 46 home runs again. It's not, it doesn't matter. That, that stuff doesn't matter. I think he knows that. Having him bat further down in the lineup with more runners on base, I mean, situational hitting, he's got to do better at that. And I think he stepped up there. I think he's still swinging for the fences most of the time. It looks like he's, you know, any, anything he swings and misses at looks like he could have hit over the fence uh, if he made contact with it. But I think um, that's that was his approach to start the season, and that's why a lot of those balls are going to like the second base right field side. Yeah, pop ups, ground balls, you name it. And obviously, those are still there. But if you look at a at a spreadsheet or a, a spray chart, if you will, in regards to him trying to go opposite field, he's definitely been going opposite yep. field a lot more um and yeah sometimes he can hit an opposite field home run but most of the time that ball is going deep into right field or center field like he did when he hit his first career grand slam on monday night Oof. against the tampa bay rays i don't want to be greedy but the only thing that could have made the only thing that could have made that night better on tuesday is if the grand slam happened that night but the fact that it was back-to-back -back nights you were there so it just kind of clumped all together for you all three days. He hit the Grand Slam on Monday, the historic game on Tuesday, and then Wednesday pitched a great game despite the loss. Six so. innings, two hits allowed. One of those hits was a solo bomb to Kevin Kiermeyer, and that was a seven-pitch inning too. So despite that home run, he got out of it pretty quickly. Uh, there were some concerns towards the end of his outing. Uh, out of nowhere, like once he once he uh, once he got an out or something. Matt Weiss and Ipe ran out to the mound like not like a normal like let's jog out there like almost like a concerned what's going on mm. and I don't know if Ipe, if, if Shohei has a blister um, I, I, it was clarified after but in at, in the moment there was a lot of concern in regards to what's wrong with Shohei I mean wh why are they just running out there like that <laughs> right and then he goes out strikes out another batter s solely on breaking pitches. Tells Joe Madden to stay in the dugout after that strikeout, which I thought, because like, you've seen like John Lackey say, no, I got this. Or you see Mike Mussina being like, stay there. Don't come out of the dugout. But Shohei just puts his hand up, puts his hand up and nods his head like, mm -mm, no, yeah, I, I'm staying. Yep. And then he strikes out the last batter of his outing. So, so I mean, it was a little bit like the Mike Trout getting hit in the hand. Like, just, yeah, your heart kind of sinks for a minute. Stomach drops. You're like, uh oh, what's. And it was, was clarified. This? It was clarified at the end that he, he just said that his arm felt tired. He felt tired, and he knew his fastball wasn't going to be working the remainder of the game. But his breaking stuff was definitely on top of its game, so he just went with that, and it ended up working out. I mean, again, six innings, only two hits against the Rays, who didn't get any hits the day before. Uh, I think prior to the no hitter, they only had three hits. Right. So against Noah Syndergaard, so. The Rays didn't put up a whole lot of offense until obviously game three. 
which even then wasn't really a lot. Even then, yeah, it wasn't an outburst. We didn't give up a bunch of a bunch of runs in any yeah. game. Aaron Loop was, was was a little bit off. Not not anything crazy. Um, Jimmy Herget came in to relieve Shohei, followed by Tapera, and yeah, I mean, it it wasn't bad, but I feel like we should have won it, man. I, there's a little bit of me that wishes that Madden would have put Trout in sooner, but there was a point that. Jeff Fletcher made, and even my cousin Zach before Jeff Fletcher said it messaged me, and he was like, "Well, Mike Trout didn't come into the game because they would have just walked him, and then Jack Mayfield, they're they're going to pitch to Jack right. Mayfield." Yeah, I, I'm a a Captain Jack believer. I think Captain Jack can get the job done if Mike Trout does get on base, and you have to worry about him on the base paths, and that can get into a pitcher's head. I can agree with that because Mayfield came in the other day and had a clutch base hit off the bench, so it can happen. I think he's he's in it to win it. I recently followed Captain Jack on Instagram. He's very active on there. He's got stories every day. Uh, a lot of angels putting stories and posts out there for Reed Detmers. I think that's great. Just shows the camaraderie and the brotherhood that's going on right now in that clubhouse. It's like nothing we've seen in the past, I would say, 10 years maybe. The I mean, team's really. different this year, man. Yeah. Everybody stayed in the dugout to watch Reed give his speech. And I mean... I'm sure in that moment, he's at a loss for words. He doesn't know what to say or, or even what to think. Like, he's still processing what the hell just happened. And he's getting interviewed by Erica Weston, who's doing great on Valley Sports West. She's killing it, yeah. yeah. I, I will give it up to her. I mean, as much as we love Jose Moda down on the field last year doing a great job, Erica Weston is, is a good replacement. She asked the good questions. I think she was nervous at the beginning of the season. I think oh, we noticed that. She was definitely. a little bit. But, hey, it's understandable. And now she's locked in and uh, dodging Gatorade on a nightly basis, too. So that's that's good to see. And Rendon with the dodge. That was something, man. Rendon with the walk-off yeah, on Mother's Day. That I was mean, something. we got to talk about that, too. I mean, we almost lost that game very easily against the Nats, a, a team that we should have honestly swept. I know yep. we, we only dropped a game to them, which is fine. I mean, we only dropped one game to the Rays as well, but I feel like the Nats definitely should have been an easy sweep. Um, Patrick Sandoval pitched a hell of a game, didn't get yep. any run support at all. Uh, I was at my uncle's house for Mother's Day uh, with all my aunts and my grandparents and all that, and I was telling my uncle, he had the Angel game on, and I was like, we're, we're, we're losing this game. We're losing this game. Trout's in a slump. Rendon will probably ground out or something and I had to eat my words and I was happy that I did yep. Trout did strike out he was like me that saying was, that he was in a slump was true yeah until the following evening uh where he crushed two bombs in the same game and beyond but uh Anthony Rendon coming up clutch Shohei nearly winning the game he tied the game up with yep. a two-run double that's what I was Almost gonna say left the yard I thought he won it yeah and, you know imagine having his his first walk-off home run and then his first career grand slam and back-to-back nights, and then you have your bobblehead night the following day after that. Man, that and then you week. start another game and you throw six innings of one-run ball. Just there's no one like him. There's not a single no. person out there like him in the major leagues right now, and there probably won't be. Was the I'm trying to think. We talked about the Fenway start right the last episode. I or, don't think so. So that was after like that too. I think it was. It's been. I a don't bit. even remember, but. Even if we did, fuck it. Let's talk about it. Again. I mean, well, I just want to say that was like <laughs> that was like another historic thing in the yeah. same week or so, or you know, week and a half that happened. So he's just breaking records left and right. You're right about Trout. I mean, anytime he gets in a little funk, I don't even call it slump anymore. It's like a, it's a funk. You know, yeah. he has a couple bad games. I always trust him to get out of it. And sure enough, what does he do? Two bombs, and then two bombs a night. We were there. Granted, one of them off 
Phillips. Yeah. Uh, the position player. A bomb's player. a bomb. A bomb is a bomb is a bomb, bro. Yeah. Even Anthony Rendon, left-handed. Lefty. Fuck. Seeing that, I was like, that's a little mean. And then he hit the home run, and I was like, never mind. This is sick. I love it. We were elated. This is awesome. Elated. I, I loved every bit of it. Jared Walsh almost went deep. Shohei almost went deep in that same minute. No, I think Jared Walsh actually did go deep. Dude, there were 12 runs that night. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. There were just home runs left and right. Everybody was going off. What's uh, crazy is, sorry, the, the 12 no, runs on the 12th no-hitter in Angels history. That's funny. It, if only it was the 12th Reed Detmer start, it was the 11th. That was very close. But yeah. Still, uh 12-12-12. Yeah, 12-12. It was a historic night. So many things happened that you could say, you know, took over the no-hitter or uh, outshine the no-hitter. But at the end of the night, it was all about Reed Detmers. And the day that we're recording this is May 12th. Wow. There it is. There's our third 12th. Lucky number 12, I guess. We could we could say. You had all four of those 12s up. It's 48. Reed Detmers' number. We don't have a number 12, do we? On the team? No. Not the not that I know of. Is no. it retired? I think it's retired. No, or I don't know. I'd be a bad Angels fan to not know. Who We're great Angels fans. We don't even. Yeah, we weren't alive. Yeah, who cares? Now <laughs> you're probably great number twelve. Whoever the fuck you were, I just don't uh, remember a twelve. Know who in, you are right now. in my life, so maybe I was maybe thinking Soja for a bit, but he wore fourteen, and now Tyler Wade wears fourteen. Mike Myers, number twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, legend. Halo's legend. Yeah, retire it. The player, not the number. Yeah, but I mean, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. No, I'm just kidding. Like, I, I don't know. There's just so many good things that happen, and we 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 just did. Like, if we were doing like a 15 minute Instagram live, this would be this this would be like a standard episode. This we be, summed it up. We got to talk about uh, everything. Now we have to go into detail about everything. We got to talk about. Let's see. Thor had a good start. Thor is great on Monday. I love Noah Syndergaard. He's had a great start to the season. Um, pitching a contact doesn't get a lot of run support until later in the game. Same thing happened in Boston. Yep, didn't get a lot of run support, but I mean, we we persevere at some point. Boston's those, both of those games we didn't come back and win it till the very end. At least the the evening games, rather the, right. the day game was was case closed, clear and shut. But I, I don't know, man. I, I I I'm so happy that this team has players on the team that want to be here and that are super excited, super active with the fans. Noah's been like that since the day he got here. Archie Bradley, he's been on the IL, but he's still yep. cheering the team on from the bench and doing who knows what. Let's talk about David Fletcher. That's something new that, that happened. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit of news. So David Fletcher had abductor surgery. And my first initial thought of like abductors was uh, they're, they're here on your side. They're here on your hips. Right. You know what I learned? David Fletcher tore both of his abductors and his abductors obviously the the fans listening can't see nor do we have like a camera to show but if you could imagine looking at a gentleman's groin while they're sitting down okay the left and the right abductors are torn so very close to the testicles is where his tears are so it's a groin it's a groin issue but they're called abductors Interesting. So it's not on the outside of so the So he got surgery on both abductors. And at least until late June or July, David Fletcher cannot squat or sit um, until that heals. Wait, so he's just standing he's, he's up? He's literally bedridden. Wow. And I feel bad. 
I feel bad that's, for the guy. Yeah, that's I, brutal. I talk a lot of shit about Fletch on a regular basis, but in this instance, I feel bad for you, dude. I'm sorry. That sucks that that happened, and honestly, it makes sense why... Like, if this was a problem that started last year towards the end of the second half, if that's why things happened the way they did, then I'm sorry for all the shit that I gave you, bro, because that is absolutely brutal, and the fact that you played through that for as long as you did, I mean, you're a better man than me, bro. I, I have a very low pain tolerance physically and emotionally and <laughs> the fact that you're able to go out there on a daily basis play at the major league level with torn abductors i mean Man. jesus christ dude you are you are a freaking horse bro i already knew fletch had a high emotional pain tolerance i'm but glad you know that i mean physical pain tolerance i didn't know it was that high That's, <clears throat> that is something else i think it's going to hurt the team in the long run. I know everybody thought that he was off to a rough start and all that, but this this sort of explains that. I mean, defensively, it's nice to have another ace in the hole, especially for second base. Um, Matt Duffy's been kind of out of the picture for a while. He's so. on the IL. So yeah. I mean, right, we got a lot of guys in the IL, specifically the COVID IL. Let's run it down. Let's yeah, start the list. Yeah, the catcher's hanging out and getting COVID. Kurt Suzuki, Max Stassi taking a little siesta, if you will, for their COVID-related illnesses. It's kind of brutal. It's going across the league a little bit, not too much. Um, the Guardians have it bad. Yeah. The Guardians had to shut down today's game completely. Or, or yesterday. It was either yesterday or today, one of one of those games, but they completely had to cancel their game because they just had too big of a COVID outbreak. It's a lot of cancellations this year between rain and that. Um, yeah, I think the backup catchers, the backup catchers overall have done a great job. I think uh, Romine and Wallach. I mean, Wallach hit the bomb. We were there. That was, well, he, was he almost fantastic. had two. He almost had two. He had one yeah. at deep left earlier in the game. We we're like, whoa. He did it the the night before, too. The night before, he got his first bomb of the game. Just just something else. He's first bomb of his career with the, the halos. Ball. Seeing the ball well. Um, I'm fine with the with the catchers recovering as needed. I don't know if there's any symptoms involved or not, but we wish them wish them the best. Can can we say that uh Wallach has now forced Kurt Suzuki into retirement? Or that when Kurt Suzuki's uh, fine again, he'll he'll be back. Can Wallach play first base and scoop the ball? We know Kurt can. Clutch, we know Kurt can. Clutch walk in the ninth inning? I don't know, because we know Suzuki can. And I'll tell you what, if he didn't do that right before going on this COVID IL, I'd probably say, yeah, Wallach has forced him out. But at this point, man, Kurt was showing us a little bit of something. Maybe he comes back even stronger. Maybe it gives him some, some more juice. Maybe he hits the weight room a bit. Yeah, or just the bed. Maybe he just sleeps a bit. You know, he's old. Got to rest. He's an older guy, yeah. Got to take naps and shit when you're old, so. Take a little trip to Hawaii, get that Hawaiian sun. Yeah. Get some Get some vitamin D. Get some pork in you. Yeah. Pork and Go to a luau. Pi pineapple. Let's go. Stassi, on the other hand, I mean... Please come back, Stassi. Yeah, don't come back as soon <laughs> don't, as possible. Please, please don't retire. Come back as soon as you can. You frame as many pitches as possible. I mean, shout out to Wallach and Romine, though. I mean, Wallach yeah. calls a no-hitter in his second game with the Angels. Wallach... or Sorry, Romine comes up the following day, catches a Shohei game, and Shohei only gives up two hits. Yep. They were locked in. I was surprised to see Romine and Shohei be on such a good level. It they, worked out. Great yeah, rapport. I, mean, I think it's gonna it's gonna 
continue to be a carousel of catchers, much like we thought it was going to be a carousel of shortstops, which let's transition to shortstop a little bit. Velasquez just has to be our everyday shortstop rock solid at the position at maybe the toughest position in the sport. I would say probably the toughest position that's debatable, but man, he has been something else saving runs. What's his defensive run saved all you nerds out there. What's what's all that? Because it's got to be up there. I know at the plate he struggled a bit. He seemed to have woken up a little bit the last couple games. Um, really clutch double the other day. Both sides of the plate. One of the only switch hitters in the lineup, too. I've noticed we're kind of lacking in the switch hitter department. We have Renhifo up right now, the fugitive, doing his thing from both sides of the plate. And, of course, Anthony Rendon doing his thing from both sides of the plate. But, really, we don't have a you know switch hitting everyday player other than Velasquez. To my knowledge, I mean, that I can think of. Tyler so. Wade, I mean. Actually, I think Wade's I only, think lefty. Wade's only lefty. Yeah, right. Wade's lefty. So it's all about yeah. speed for him. So that's fine with me. But and Marsh, I mean, he's got the speed too, hitting from the left side. I think most speed guys are, you know, from the left side because you can save a step. Get down half. the ball a little bit. Get down the line yep. a little bit quicker. That was always my excuse for my clock time to first. Hey, I'm righty. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to a right-handed corner infielder Take here. me 10 seconds to get out of the box. Come on. Man, I mean, I think he has to be out there every day in order for us to, like, don't get me wrong, he has made some errors, but not enough to be like he shouldn't be playing no. shortstop ever again. Like, like, his highlights are amazing. He Almost every game from the away series and the homestand so far, he's been on SportsCenter Top 10. Yep. That behind-the-back play, let's talk about that. Yeah. I have a question for you that I thought about earlier. This is like Chris Rose asking Trevor Plouffe a question that he probably doesn't want to answer, but you might be able to. Do you think that the Andrew Velasquez behind-the-back play tops any play that Iglesias made at shortstop last year? No. Okay. I, I, I wow. Can't, I can't that was say a quick. That. that was a quick answer. I can't say that. Um, I mean, we... We saw Iggy make some insane plays even before the regular season started. I mean, we were we were there to see one live in person at spring training. Uh, Iggy made some insane plays. Uh, that Andrew Velasquez play, I think, because it was overshadowed by so many other things, maybe I would go ahead and consider that. Maybe if a run didn't score, maybe if it was an inning-ending play. Or it saved a no hitter, or I was it gonna say, a, like it, it did save a run, but a run still scored. What if he turned two on it? Then I'd have to say that. Then it is right. That's exactly it, what I thought. I don't want to discredit the play in any way, shape, or form. It was amazing to see that. Like that. Like I haven't seen that many people do that in in my lifetime watching baseball. It was right. awesome to see, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Probably even more impressive than that potentially, but. The beginning of Iggy in Anaheim was something else. Something yeah. else for the short time that it was around. I was gonna say I I just much prefer Velasquez at this point because as much as maybe he isn't as flashy, I mean he's flashed some greatness, but Iggy didn't make the routine plays all the time. That's what I mean. So like it's it's it Velasquez short time whenever it was like. Like Iggy can make the most difficult plays, but a simple ground ball is an overthrow into the first base side, you know? Yeah. And that like you can't have that. Let's talk about the last play with uh Velasquez on the no hitter. 
where we were sitting, which was kind of right near Brewery X and right field, 430, I think we were 433, if I remember. We are back out there in right field. We were filming the last out. I mean, ground ball is shortstop, throw to first. It looked routine. But upon watching the replay and reading some of the comments on that, when he let the throw go, it looked like it was going to sail high. Like, it looked like it might not be a great throw. And Walsh I know did have to go up a yeah. little bit higher for it, so I was a little concerned. And I, and I know every everybody on that field, knowing that it was a no-hitter, had a little bit of nerves in them, yep. thinking, like, I don't want to be the guy that results in this not coming true. For yeah, me. Walsh, he did that earlier. Same thing with the yeah. air. I mean, he, yeah. he, he said it multiple times. That's the, that's the most happiest I've been and most applause I've given on an error that I've made in my career because I wanted it to be an error so bad. And it was. It, it was. It was a clear cut Let's error. be honest. It was and not I mean, a gift. It, even like I'm happy it was an error to, to some point because it, I feel like it would have been a really close play. Uh, looking at Reed running down the line versus whoever hit that ball over to Walsh, yeah. it looked like that runner was going to beat that play out. And if he had, then obviously... That's why I was nervous. The only history reason, would have been different. The only reason I was nervous is because of how quick the runner was. Was But seeing Walsh bobble it twice, I think once it maybe gets scored a hit. It was a hard-hit ball. The fact that he got yeah, to it was, was it, good. But And I'm sure any other day, Walsh gets that nine times out of ten. And forget it. You know, a one-time thing, especially in a no-hitter, Make that an error. That's why, yeah. And, and the broadcast, I think it was Patty O, he was saying he thinks that's going to be a hit off the bat. And I, if I watched it on the TV, I probably would have agreed. You know, there it was just so electric. Everybody was waiting. We were we were actually at Brewery X when that happened. We were, we were sitting at the bar watching the TV. Um, Bartender's asking. I was going to say, what's the reverse shout-out? Like, how do you, what's an anti-shout-out? Like a call-out? Let's call out the bartenders at brewery x a little bit here because yeah call out like a call out yeah i was trying to think of the the reverse shout out you don't want to give them credit you want to we're talking shit basically yeah um i'll let you talking (laughs) shit this is on mic up the halo (laughs) mic up the bullshit go ahead so let you go um, for it yeah uh there's a couple bartenders at brewery x that um they obviously aren't baseball fans they they just happen to work at a baseball park specifically in a brewery and you know that when you're a bartender your job is to try to you know be friendly and relate to your patrons that are coming through and so i i don't blame them entirely for not knowing that you're not supposed to bring up a no hitters happening or you know understand the superstitions of baseball but both bartenders this evening of the no hitter were saying no hitter every other word and i wanted to die i wanted to uh uh throw something at them i wanted to leave uh jacob and our friend gilbert in there and go back to our seats uh but i persevered and you know thankfully everything came to fruition but uh you know i i feel like if you are going to work at a ballpark you have to know some common sense when it comes to baseball you would that think. should be that should be like a requirement and if you don't want to learn that then go work at a different place 
just don't just don't work here go work at kfc go work anywhere else but don't work at the ballpark where you don't understand superstition she was tossing around perfect game she was saying wait so nobody got a hit like nobody hit the ball like just so many things tyler had his head in his hands and i want to i want to go ahead and say shout out i want to give myself a shout out because younger me would have been saying a lot of uh, abhorrent things, but I'm a more mature adult. Uh, I just sunk my my head into my hands and I stayed silent. I stayed silent, and wow. I cried later on that evening. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't cry. But I, if I was, he would have lost it, we would. If we would have lost, I would have gone back there and I would have definitely raised hell. But thankfully, that did not happen. And yeah, that's that's my uh, call out. What about you, Jacob? What do you have to say about them? Um. Nothing about them. I'm going to call out something else that I think I've recently swung around and been against. I I normally wouldn't care about this. Stop doing the wave. Yeah. Stop doing the wave. I'm yeah. calling out the wave. I know we're winning by 12 and it's but just it's not even the wave that bother bothers me. It's the attention people in the front of the section going one, two, three. Uh it, it, it just Sitting next to that, we happen to be near where the wave was starting, and that alone makes me want to just get rid of it completely. Plus, Thor called it out on Twitter, so that that brought me around. I used to not care, but Thor hates the wave. Stop doing the wave. It's that simple. Stop doing it. Just just stop. Watch the game. You're not watching the game if you're doing the wave. You're facing the crowds, trying true. to trying to That's get the wave. But, and if you're it's doing the wave, you're it's yeah, distracting. Just, just stop. If you have, if Reed Detmers is on the mound. Throwing a no hitter, That's, and you yeah, want yeah. to start the wave yeah. while he's pitching. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's he's already issue. worried about all these other things. Now he has to worry about seeing. Yep, that's the last thing you want to see when you're about to pitch. No, I didn't even think about that. I did not even think about that. It's the worst possible game to do it. So just ha- so happen to start in our section. I don't know if you're normally up there and for. Probably or was it five hundred? It was behind us, so I'd yeah. say like five thirty somewhere up there. First of all, if you're in five thirty every game, just stop trying to be involved. But no, it was it was just kind of brutal. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Sorry, so, guys, we're we're watching a. <laughs> we have the Stanley Cup Finals on while while recording. Oh, it's not the this. finals. No, no, no. Sorry, the, the the Stanley Cup playoffs. Is I was going to say the say. final. I would be Still yelling. Getting used to hockey, but I'd, uh, I'd be yelling. The Oilers are beating the Kings, and I'm happy. Jacob doesn't sound very happy. No, that. I'm not unhappy. Is Kings are getting beat? Closeted Kings fan. A lot here. of Kings fans out there listening to this podcast. Probably a day after you lost, so. Yeah, the, brutal. The, uh, we're, we're always coming out uh, the day after this gets recorded. Very rarely will we ever have a day of recorded episode unless we were to meet at like 5 or 6 in the morning. Yeah. And I can't get Tyler up that early, guys. I can't I, do I it. I am awful. I Jacob can't. can wake up at 2 a.m. <laughs> I've only ever been able to wake up at 2 a.m. was when we were going to spring training. Okay. That, uh, that, that I was able to force myself to get up. I like, maybe didn't even sleep. I was just that morning, excited. That, yeah. like I, I maybe got like four hours of sleep that night, and I woke up. I got straight out of bed because I knew what was going on. I had my clothes for the day laid out. I had my bag packed. I just went straight to the bathroom, changed, brushed my teeth, made a cup of coffee, and headed over to your house and was blasting Calling All Angels the whole way. Oh, there. baby. Five and a half hours straight whole to Phoenix. Roll it out. We'll be there 2023. Spring yes, training. We'll be back. No question. I was very sad to miss this year. Like we said before, 
the main reason for missing this year was that there was it was just up in the air confusion yeah about whether it was going to happen when it was going to happen scheduling all that but i can guarantee next year we will be there it was a great experience but yeah looking ahead a little bit we didn't get to around the league this episode not too much going on realistically just uh some teams surprising with their with their play and some surprising with how bad they've been other than that the standings look pretty normal i mean there's a couple teams but looking ahead for the angels we're going up to oakland for the weekend three games um on paper we should sweep these guys nobody in the ballpark to cheer them on so that should help us pitching wise we got uh who do we got going? We don't even know. We for do sure. know. Oh, uh, we do know. We found out right before. That's right. Right before. We got a right hander called up from Double A Alabama, the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Uh, right hander Silseth. 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 Tongue twister of a name. Uh, he's coming up. He'll be pitching game one against Oakland this Friday or when you're listening to this today. And then on Saturday, we got a double header. Jonathan Diaz will be back. To play in game one, and then in game two we got Michael Lorenzen, and then on Sunday a day game. I, I feel bad for Sandoval; he always gets stuck with the day games. So yep. He'll be he'll be pitching that day. So I got a question for you heading into this series, and it has nothing to do with the pitching. Well, a little bit to do with the pitching, but nothing to do with the offense. Nothing to do with the record. Are we going back to the red jerseys? I hope not. I, I, I want oh. I, I wish the red jerseys were a one time thing and they were back to back they were a back to back day thing. I guess, you know, you gotta ride with how well you did the night before and uh you know. The second I found out we were wearing the red jerseys, I was very upset. I was very disappointed. Uh I wanted them to stay gone. They're back now though. We scored twelve runs with them, we threw a no hitter with them. Then the following day we didn't score any runs till the bottom of the eighth inning because Taylor Ward is an absolute unit. <laughs> shout out ward yeah. getting the fucking pinch hit home run in the loss yeah so um, uh great game you know but i hope we don't see them probably in the double header we'll see them we'll have the away unis one game and then the red jerseys another game and after that just go back to the grays man let's get rid of the reds i'm tired of them it's too much go angels Bring in the City Connects. We got a couple weeks left before we, those get revealed. Should keep an eye out. Soon. Should well, be announced pretty soon. I was going to say, I think it's June 1st, but keep an eye out for leaks. And if you do get it leaked, send it to us, whatever. We'll see it on Twitter. Um, we'll send you a heart emoji. You yeah. Send us those leaks. I think we're going to have a giveaway coming up pretty soon. Yes. Giveaways coming up. We have some shit to give away. Guys, we might need uh, interns pretty soon because... Uh, you know, we want to make this podcast accessible to everyone. We want to make sure you get it heard uh, as soon as possible. So, uh, you know, if you're interested, we'll post some link or something, some Google sheet that you can uh, apply through. Uh, we're not going to pay you. I'm going to be upfront and say <laughs> that we're not going to pay you. And uh, you're not gonna, you're probably not going to be here in the studio. We're just going to send you the stuff and uh, you're going to do what we tell you to do. But uh you know, if we start doing ads and stuff, which could be a possibility really soon, yeah, you might start hearing ads. Uh, Better Help's definitely one of those ones that uh, Jacob advocates for me, so we might have to go ahead and get them on. No, here. that was uh, Roman. I think I advocated Roman, for right, you. right, yeah. right, Roman Ready. 
but yeah. He so, got issues at the top. He's got issues at the bottom. Maybe <laughs> we'll give you some of that ad revenue or something. We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll buy you tickets to a game or some shit. We'll, we'll do something. But uh, if you're interested in being a part of the Mic Up the Halo crew, hit us up in the DMs. Absolutely, Gooby. Um, shout out to Gooby. He's back. Gooby's we, we, back. A little quick shout out. Again, guess who's back? Tell a friend. Gooby Tuesday. Major W, no hitter on a Gooby Tuesday. Shohei bobblehead. The bobblehead looks amazing. Yeah, it's the great. Bo- the bo- I don't even want to take it out of the box. The box looks amazing in itself. It's a great box. I took mine out and put it on top of the box, like a little platform. That's awesome. Yeah, it looks good. I have to put it here on the shrine that we have, but it's very symmetrical right now. I'm going to have to expand here. Yep. We got to mix and match. I need to get one more bobblehead, and then we'll be. I'll have Otani Juan Kenobi on one side, and then I'll have the MVP Kenobi on the other. There we go. But yeah, I think that might be it, guys. Uh, we're at the 36-minute mark. I feel like we've said everything we had to say. Looking forward to the next series. Uh, we'll see you guys out at the games next week, probably next weekend when we come back home. Uh, really kind of soft schedule coming up, the next four series. We were talking yeah, about that for before. A little bit. So Just a lot of Oakland and Texas back-to-back. We got to win these games. I think we have 12 coming up. Let's take 9 of 12 is my prediction. I'd really like to do that. I mean, Houston's coming off a 10-game winning streak. We really got to, yeah. like, for, for all that we've done, to not even be the sole uh, people holding first place, it sucks, man. I mean, Houston got off to a bad start this year to come out and have 10 wins against bad teams. I mean, they had a bad start, and we had our bad games kind of sprinkled in to our good start, you know, like, here and there and we'd only be one game ahead of them if we if we swept the nats and swept the rays like it yep you know so we got to face it they're a good team they're going to be in our face all year we just got to keep up we're we're keeping up pace with them not they're not keeping up pace with us we have to keep that in mind so we got to admit they've crawled back in but we have to keep fighting so the pitching's been dominant starting rotation's amazing we got rid of jose suarez finally gotta stop pretending like he's good one one last thing before we end off here we you need to stop. stop pretending that Jose Suarez is a good pitcher. Maybe a bullpen guy at some point. I, I don't even want him in the bullpen. This is a different. This is a different team. It's a different year. Jose Suarez has a five, has a career five plus ERA, and a career five plus FIP. Fielding independent pitching. That's literally what a pitcher can control, and he has a five plus ERA. So keep him out. Shoot him to the moon. Yeah, it's shoot fine. him to the moon. Send him to the Reds. Give us Luis Castillo, Reds. We need a starter. My question is, are we going to make the move before the deadline to get another starter to keep the season alive? We should. Uh, I hope so, too. Joe Adele, pack your bags. You are now a Cincinnati Red. From Salt Lake I'm to hoping, Ohio. I'm hoping to say that pretty soon, man, because I'm like a lot of Angels beat writers, for whatever reason, are pretending that Joe Adele, like, they don't know why he's in AAA. They're like, oh, well, he keeps hitting home runs, and he's batting... 350 plus and blah, blah, blah. and it's like Joe Adela isn't in AAA because his bat sucks it's because he can't feel the fucking baseball he can't catch a ball and we don't have any room for DH so and he can't throw a ball it. either he can that's barely it. throw a ball yeah that's it he has a powerful arm but he doesn't know where to throw it yeah and obviously it takes like he's still a young guy so like that's good and all but we're trying to win now we you've been saying it since we started the podcast we're in win now mode we should. Mike Trout has a limited time left. We have to be. We have to be in win-now mode. Since we started the podcast, we, we would have to be in that mode. Marsh has proven himself defensively and now offensively that he needs to be here 
leading off. I don't hate it at all. I think he's a good leadoff hitter. He's looking good. He needs to be Never a little more out of Boston. A little more selective with his pitches. I think he should walk a little bit more. He's swinging at stuff outside the zone, striking out a bit too much still for me. But and don't get picked off at first. Stop with that. Yeah, just you know, knock it off. Use the beard to get back to the yeah. bag if your reach isn't long Put your enough. Beard out. Exactly. <laughs> Stick the beard out. That's what I would do. But guys, I think that wraps it up. That'll do it. Looking forward to eating the next week and a half here. Let's 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 get some wins. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully on a little run. Light that baby up. Light that baby up. Big fly. Absolutely. Redetmers. No hitter. Go back.